about keeping the holiday spirit all year long, because of course it's energetic and we're going to dive into all of that along with some great Santa storytelling today. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. So today I am going to tell some really fun Santa stories and we're going to, of course, learn an energetic lesson. And if you celebrate your own holiday, I believe what you're going to learn today is fully transferable. So please, I'm going to reference Santa today, but if that does not resonate with you, please insert your version that makes your heart illuminate and feel so excited and happy. So I'm so happy you're here and let's start talking about the holidays. You know, I love Christmas. Truth be told, <laughs> I love all holidays. I love all reasons we can celebrate. I am that crazy mom that spent days and weeks preparing for birthday parties and painted windows and things and just made everything fun and extravagant for our tooth fairy. We actually was really funny. <laughs> we had this whole storyline. We would leave letters with every tooth that was lost. So they always got the same gold coin, but there was this whole soap opera story with the different tooth fairies of our, of our different daughters and how they were related. And then at one point, I think we had them dating the elf on the shelf at Christmas time because someone lost a, a tooth at Christmas. So we loved being creative. At some point, maybe I'll even publish that as a as its own children's storybook, but I've always loved the fun of the holidays and basking in just wrapping silly things. It's not even expensive things that have to be wrapped, but that we wrap silly things. I will wrap multiples of the same thing just so people can race and open them. I love the fun of Christmas. And I think there is something so special that happens during this time. And, you know, last week, I'll include the link down below, but last week we dove into asking for what you wanted, that in getting clear on what you wanted, it not only honored your own self, but it helps you maintain a house that is filled with things that you love and items that you love and allows you to have this higher vibrational experience here within your home. When we bask in this high vibrational experience, every single day, our energy frequency raises and we draw in a life that is of equal vibration. Like attracts like. As we raise our vibration, we draw in the equal experiences and people into our life and draw in the life of our dreams. So where does this begin? It begins in at this time of year in this belief in something bigger and more incredible than any one of us individually it is a tapping into a faith and a hope and a belief in the goodness in people it is the best version of people it is how we should be manifesting all the time we look to and find the best in everyone and expect the best of everyone. So then we ultimately attract the best from everyone. And it doesn't have to be limited to this holiday season. We can do this year round. And, you know, I believe that as children, we hold this image in our mind of 
this outside person, the Santa, the man, the myth, the legend. (laughs) But this image and this idea of this person who can make miracles happen can bring us what we want. However, what I want children everywhere to know and adults, everyone, and the child inside of you to know the reason these children are able to manifest these toys is that they've gotten clear on what they've wanted. They've gotten clear and expected this person to bring it to them. And it happens when we have this expectation. This is how we manifest is through this desire first, this worthiness to know that we are worth, we're on the good list. We're not on the naughty list. And then we expect it to happen and we receive it, but it doesn't just apply to Santa. And, you know, I think this is what is so hard that as children, it's, it's kind of the most crushing experience when Santa goes away or the belief, the, the image of what we believe Santa is, we realize is untrue. The fable, the lore, (laughs) the the storyline is untrue. I know for me, when I had suspected for some time, and then my bedroom window was in the front of the house, and my parents kept urging me to go to sleep. And I wondered why they kept urging me to go to sleep. And then I heard my mom out front, and then I saw her with her own little, in lieu of a Santa red velvet bag, it was just black plastic garbage bags. But I saw her come from the garage past me, past my window. And then I knew, I knew to be true. And it was this disheartening moment where I, I thought to myself, well, why should I even get up in the morning? The magic was gone. And I'm sure that you have that same story. I think us and our Santa reveals are these moments when we know exactly where we were. We can place ourselves back in that moment and we can retell that feeling and that disappointment and that sadness. And I believe that sadness happens because we believe that it's something outside of us that is making this happen. But the truth of the matter is, it is our four step process. It is our desire, our wish list. It is the asking for what we want. It is expecting what we want. And then it is the appreciation after we receive it. It is the delight in the appreciation after we receive it. And those four steps don't just apply to Christmas. They apply all year long. So again, we were and still remain to be the fun, crazy, over-the-top parents that love to do lots of fun and silly things. So when we were on vacation one summer out our balcony, off the balcony of our hotel, we could look over the pool there. I'm not even kidding you. There was a Santa sitting there (laughs) poolside and it was like June or July poolside in his red shorts and a Santa hat. And my husband went down and, and ended up talking to him with one of our friends and it turns out he was a Santa from, from somewhere else and he was truly on vacation, but he embodied Santa Claus. So he would wear his Santa hat at the pool because he, he clearly looked like Santa as well and only had red shorts, he said, and would tell children, oh, it's just me. I'm, I'm on vacation. <laughs> With that experience happening during the summer, 
come December time, when it was time to go take our pictures with Santa, my husband went ahead of time and talked to Santa and told him this whole thing. And our own Santa said, oh my gosh, we're going to have so much fun with this. (laughs) And so when me and the girls arrived to take our picture with Santa, Santa said, oh my gosh, it was so great to see you on vacation, blah, blah, blah. It was amazing. So it was all amazing and wonderful until the moment happened when my oldest daughter had her Santa reveal. And this was this moment of crushing this because we had created this totally believable story that Santa existed. So she was old enough to do her homework on the computer. And I think she was doing a a report on Santorini or something. (laughs) So something very close. And now remember we we've written all these all these letters and we wrote all these letters I, I see the the error in our ways now but we had written all these letters on the computer so not even think anything about it she went into the office and went to go do her homework on the computer and then all of a sudden i hear this mom can you come here please and there was something different about this voice and when i went in i saw she had searched S-A-N-T-A. <laughs> so it all came crushing down and she saw all the Santa letters and she said, what is this? And so got to see all of these letters and I, it was just this moment of true sadness, which again, I know we all have that story of this moment when Santa is revealed to us or the the true identity of the outside experience of Santa. And we're going to talk more about the energetics of Santa and how ultimately it's not outside of us that that is where the magic happens. But in this moment, it was definitely outside and it was definitely so sad. But I had come prepared for months and weeks before there had been on Facebook or online somewhere. There is this incredible letter that I'm going to read to you now. This piece was written by the very talented Martha Brokenbro, who has given Family Friendly HQ permission to publish this. It was also published in Scholastic. And you may know this as well. It's just super fitting. And I feel like always a great reminder to hear this story over and over again. And so I didn't read this specifically, but I had it so memorized that I then retold this story to my daughter here in this moment. So I'm going to try to read this without crying, but essentially her daughter had asked her mom, is Santa real? And then this is the response from the mom to the daughter. Again, I'm going to try to not cry here. (laughs) Dear Lucy, thank you for your letter. You asked a very good question. Are you Santa? I know you've wanted the answer to this question for a long time. And I've had to give it careful thought to know just what to say. The answer is no. I am not Santa. There is no one Santa. I am the person who fills your stockings with presents, though. I also choose and wrap the presents under the tree, the same way my mom did for me and the same way her mom did for her. And yes, daddy helps too. I imagine you will someday do this for your children, and I know you will love seeing them run down the Christmas magic stairs on Christmas morning. You will love seeing them sit under the tree, their small faces lit with Christmas lights. This won't make you Santa, though. Santa is bigger 
than any person, and his work has gone on longer than any of us have lived. What he does is simple, but it is powerful. He teaches children how to have belief in something they can't see or touch. It's a big job, and it's an important one. Throughout your life, you will need this capacity to believe in yourself, in your friends, in your talents, and in your family. You'll also need to believe in things you can't measure or even hold in your hand. Here, I am talking about love, that great power that will light your life from the inside out, even during its darkest, coldest moments. Santa is a teacher, and I have been his student. And now you know the secret of how he gets down all those chimneys on Christmas Eve. He has help from all the people whose hearts he's filled with joy. With full hearts, people like Daddy and me take our turns helping Santa do a job that would otherwise be impossible. So no, I am not Santa. Santa is love and magic and hope and happiness. I'm on his team though, and now you are too. I love you and I always will. Mama. My kids call me mama too. So that's fun. (laughs) Okay. Take a deep breath after that one. So I summarized that version that she was then on the team. So this was probably two or three weeks before Christmas, I think. And then she turned around and then helped stay up late And we put everybody to bed at the same time. And then I went and got her up and she helped put things out for her younger sister. And it was all very fun to be on Santa's team. So then my younger daughter, when it was time for her Santa reveal a couple years later, it was literally on Christmas Eve. It was such ill timing. (laughs) It was Christmas Eve and we were at a family brunch Christmas Eve. And there was a a much, much younger cousin who wanted to seem big around the bigger cousins. And he said, well, I know that there's no Santa, (laughs) which is is so fine. It's so fine. And, and, you know, I imagine at this point, there was probably some, some rumors and some, some suspect that Santa wasn't real and that it wasn't him that had delivered presents every night, all, you know, all the way around the world. But so then they came back to the table because all the kids had gone to the bathroom together. And all of a sudden, all these upset kids came back to the table and were like, what is what is happening right now? So I had already purchased the book. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. And so when we got home from our full day of Christmas evening, I pulled out the book and let her unwrap it and then read it to her on Christmas Eve. And all we could say was, wow, this is such poor timing. But once again, we talked about that Santa is something bigger. Santa is a belief, a love, a magic, and seeing and expecting the best out of other people so that you draw out from them the best, most wonderful version of them too. What does this look like in terms of the energy system? So I'm not going to dive into the entire chakra system today, but I am going to talk about the crown chakra and the solar plexus chakra because the crown chakra is where we hold our faith. It is where we hold our hope. It is our belief and it is in this belief in the collective consciousness and something greater than us. And I would say that Santa himself is a belief in something greater than 
ourselves. And the solar plexus is where we hold our individuality. It is where we hold our divine imprint of who we are, but in terms of the collective consciousness. And I would say that every year as part of the Christmas experience and the Santa experience, we erase who we are and we pretend to be something bigger, greater, more expansive than who we are. We allow our individuality to become something greater, bigger for hope, for belief, for love, for being a part of a collective experience and something that creates so much magic. And again, I would tell your children and yourself, the child within you, that it's not Santa himself that is making these incredible gifts happen and appear. It is the desire within you. It is the asking within you. It is the expectation within you. And then it is the delight that you receive and that anticipation of delight that you are going to receive these things. And when you do, you bask in delight, you bask in appreciation. And it is this entire cycle of manifesting that allows this time of year to become so magical. But this time of year and that process is not limited to the holidays. We can use this same system over and over again. We can use it in January. We can use it in February. We can use it in March, April, May, June, July, August. Every single day of the year, we can use this system to draw in precisely what we desire. In addition to this four-step process, I think it's also important to recognize and see and know that the divine is the ultimate Santa. <laughs> the divine wants to deliver your presence to you. The divine wants you to experience a, a basking win-win situation even greater than what you could ever imagine. And so we make our list. Maybe we check it twice. Maybe we allow the divine to check it twice, but we release it and trust and know that the divine is going to deliver. So if you can begin to, as an adult, as a child, look to the divine and the way in which it will bless you, much like Santa would bless you. If you can begin to understand and know that these blessings are coming at you in the same way that your holiday gifts are coming at you. I think then we begin to recognize how easy it is to manifest the life of our dreams. I cannot wait to hear in the comments down below, how are you going to manifest this holiday season as well as throughout the entire year? This is such a powerful four-step system. Again, just like we do at the holidays and now every day of the year, we write our list. We get clear on what we want. We ask for what we want. We expect for what we want. And then we bask in delight and appreciation when we receive what we desire. This is a powerful system and I cannot wait to hear in the comments down below how you applied the system today and throughout your year. Good luck this week. Have a wonderful time manifesting and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me for this incredible conversation on Santa and all the powerful ways you can manifest every single day of the year. Keep that holiday vibe every single day and I will see you next week. Love yourself enough to heal, heal yourself enough to thrive. Take care.